Hello, Lake Orion. 3 p.m. Thursday. Lake Orion Cares podcast coming to you live again on Facebook. A little easy jazz for uh, this beautiful Friday. Thought it was supposed to be thunderstorming about now, but hey, the weather gods look down on us and smile today. It's probably coming later, we know that. We'll look at the weather uh, forecast for our weekend uh, coming up in just a moment. Again, the Lake Orion Cares podcast brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television. I'm Ian Locke. Oh, yeah. Just listen to the tunes. Lake Orion Cares podcast, again, brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television and the uh, COVID-19 response team at Orion Township. Always working to bring uh, information and news to our community um, during this uh, COVID-19 lockdown and the pandemic and all that good stuff. Should I say good stuff? I don't know if it's good stuff. Trying to be happy. Trying to put a smile on somebody's face today. Looking for some good news. Tell your friends, tell your family, all your buddies. The Yellow Cares podcast is live every Thursday on Facebook. Check us out uh, at uh, Owen TV's uh, Facebook page. You can also watch the Lake Orion Cares podcast in replay at orionontv.org. On our video on demand service, you can even see us on Roku. If you have Roku, Owen TV is uh, on Roku nowadays. And all of our podcasts are on SoundCloud and now streaming on Spotify. So if you're a big Spotify fan, take a peek and uh, enjoy all the podcasts there up on Spotify. If you'd like to reach out to the Lake Orion Cares podcast uh, at any time, give us a call at 248-393-1060 and leave a message if you have a good news story, something you want us to cover, or just to say thank you for uh, bringing this service to everyone uh, listening here Thursday and beyond. You can also email us at ontv at orionontv.org. Put LO Cares in the subject heading. Drop us a line. Got some news headlines coming your way, but before that, we have a, uh, a, a good interview coming up. Our special guest is uh, Noelle Champagne from the Orion Area Chamber of Commerce. She'll be in to tell us all about the chamber and its activities during this uh, COVID-19 lockdown. So it's good to have uh, Noelle on board today, the executive director of the chamber, to have a chat. Always good to have uh, meet up with uh, members of the chamber. Always doing great things for our community and community businesses. And now some news headlines. Yeah, interesting. Uh, We found out, uh, (laughs) I think uh, it upset some people. Maybe frustration is the word. Uh, The... The governor has extended our stay-at-home order until June 12th. Um, A lot of us thought there might be a relaxing of that since uh, we have been flattening the curve. The numbers have been looking very nice um, over the last several weeks. Uh, Cases have not been increasing. They've been steadily declining. Um, Unfortunately, there are still some deaths being reported as a result of this pandemic. 
Um, but yes, uh, the news came down uh, late last week that yes, the uh, stay-at-home order has been expand- expanded or extended until June 12th. I hope uh, on the 12th we get some good news to have some lightening and or easing of these restrictions. We did uh, hear this week that uh, certain businesses can start opening or have limited uh, capacity um, for patrons who need to go shopping over at, uh, let's say, shopping malls and such. So uh, the only thing we say, make sure when you're out and about, wear your mask and be considerate of other those others out there shopping who are around you. And, of course, the six-foot social distancing rules are still in play. Um, so, yeah, hopefully on June 12th we'll get some good news about uh, some loosening of these restrictions. In other news... I don't know if you caught this one. Uh, MSU, Michigan State University, has announced that students will be on campus next fall for classes. So that came out about 24 hours ago, uh, which was a surprise uh, to hear that. I, I'm glad they announced it now because I know students are starting to uh, take their uh, placement exams for university and getting ready to settle on uh, housing and all that good stuff. But MSU has made the official announcement that students will be on campus starting this fall. And they can attend classes just like usual, but there will be uh, some modifications to the lecture halls and so on. Obviously, the safety of the students is of the utmost importance of MSU. Uh, Something else they uh, announced as well is that at the Thanksgiving break, uh, students usually go home, have Thanksgiving with their families. You know, you get the uh, Thursday, Friday off. You come back that following Monday, and you kind of have that sprint to the end of the semester for the last two and a half weeks or so. But MSU has announced that when you come home for Thanksgiving break, you're going to stay home if you so choose and finish out the rest of your semester uh, via online uh, remote learning. Some students are... Uh, if they so choose, can come back to class, or excuse me, come back to campus and uh, continue their studies, I believe, remotely. Because not everybody has the luxury of, uh, you know, just driving about an hour or two hours home and turn around and coming, you know, uh, coming on back uh, to campus. So some, you know, out-of-state students, international students, what are you going to do? Fly home Thanksgiving? Or you can stay on campus. So they're giving some options there. But it was interesting that it was announced. I'm wondering if they took the lead from Purdue. Purdue University um, announced about a month ago this very plan. And I wonder if the Big Ten is going to adopt this widely. And we heard, too, from the uh, Big Ten's uh, athletic office, so the directors of the Big Ten uh, athletics, saying that if the students are on campus this fall, there will be no um, intercollegiate uh, sports activities of any kind. So MSU is uh, taking the lead there along with Purdue to make an announcement saying, yes, students can come back. Does that mean that uh, fall uh, college sports will be um, on the docket for fans to enjoy? That remains to be seen. So interesting news there. Also, um, Lake Orion, we heard some interesting news uh, out of Lake Orion. Um, uh, LO is looking to expand uh, some outside seating for uh, our eateries, our local eateries, which is an interesting proposition. Uh, it kind of it spreads you out. It's safer to be outside, right? So um, if we get some uh, relaxing of the social distancing and some of these rules about coming in and, and 
you know, you know all about it. I don't need to explain it to you. Uh, but if some of this uh, social distancing rules are eased or relaxed, maybe, just maybe, we can get outside, sit in the nice uh, sunny uh, uh, sidewalk and enjoy a meal at our favorite eatery around Lake Orion. Get some business downtown. Get that traffic back in there. Those businesses need it. If you haven't been out uh, to your eateries, help your local businesses and your eateries, not just not just the restaurants, get out to uh, your local shops and help those mom-and-pop stores. They are struggling at this time. Um, all right, so we have one more news story coming at you before we get into our feature interview with uh, the direct executive director at the Chamber. ONTV News on our news blog here at OrionOnTV.org. Um, we came across a nice story uh, that we've posted that is interesting and um, just wanted to share it with all of our listeners and viewers is that uh, our Attorney General and 38 other AGs are urging Congress to fund extended access to Internet. So, um, as you know, with uh, the lockdown and the sequestering of all of us home and the closing of the schools, uh, students and workers and businesses, everything's moved online, right? Uh, Zoom meetings, uh, GoTo meetings, Skype, you name it. Uh, it's all happening. Students are online right now uh, through the end of the school year and potentially doing the same thing in the fall. But there are some communities that don't have adequate Internet access, to sp- so to speak. They have nothing. So how, to, uh, how do you get uh, Internet everywhere? Is you mandate it, I guess. So uh, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel uh, joined 38 other attorneys general in urging Congress to help ensure that all Americans have the home Internet connectivity necessary to participate in telemedicine, teleschooling, and telework as part of any additional legislation that uh, provides relief and recovery resources related to the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, a bunch of states' attorney generals are looking at equality and trying to get everybody um, access to the Internet to be able to meet with your doctor, work from home, and get educated properly, right? So uh, that's an interesting story. That's over on our uh, news blog at orientontv.org. Just click on uh, local news. I'll take you right there. Uh, plus other stories around uh, southeast Michigan from the county and from Lansing. All right. This is the Lake Orion Cares podcast brought to you by ONTV and the COVID-19 response team. I'm Ian Locke. Hope you're having a good Thursday. I am. Thunderstorms haven't hit just yet. Let's take a peek at the weather forecast uh, for us this week. Uh, Currently, we're sitting at 75 degrees. Feels a little warmer out there because of the humidity level, but uh, so far it's dry, but it looks like uh, it's getting a little cloudy out. Uh, But this later this afternoon... Uh, temperatures will be around 77 winds. Watch that wind about 10 miles per hour, but with a chance of rain about 60% tonight, thunderstorms likely, uh, before 8 PM around 8 PM. So watch out for that. Uh, Friday showers mainly between 2 PM. Hopefully those subside because we have the virtual flower fair with the DDA, uh, going live from the village tomorrow at 3 PM. Be sure to watch Facebook for that as well. Uh, What do we have? Friday night, a chance of showers before 8 p.m., partly cloudy with a low of around 50. And Saturday, mostly sunny with a high around 65. Boy, what a change from uh, 
It's been for the last uh, six or seven days in the 80s and muggy. 65, have to break out a new sweatshirt for that one. Uh, watch out for the northwest wind around 11 miles per hour with gusts up to 21. So if you're out on Lake Orion with the sails out, uh, be wary of those gusts. And partly cloudy Saturday night with a low of around 44. Sunday, uh, sunny, or let's say sunny with a high of 64. Sunday night, a low of 46. And that's our weather for uh, this weekend. Be safe. Get out and enjoy some of the great outdoors here in Lake Orion. Listening to the Lake Orion Cares podcast. I'm Ian Locke. Thank you for joining us again. It's 3 p.m. on Thursday. Could it possibly be Thursday already? These weekend, uh, these uh, holiday weeks. You know, when you have the holiday on a Monday, boy, does that throw everything off? Um, it's it's kind of crazy. That's Thursday already. Um, but here we are at Lake Orion Cares podcast. Uh, another week coming at you. Uh, just a reminder: we'll be taking uh, next week off, so we'll see you in two weeks. And uh, we have other projects. Yes, other projects. Our life is kind of coming back to normal. So ONTV has other projects out and about in the community. And the big one is, uh, just as a reminder, uh, the construction at the Lake Orion Schools, right? Orion Oaks Elementary. They have a big project going over there. And we're going to be there for, hopefully, shovels in the ground for the inaugural um, ribbon cutting of hay construction's underway. So be on the lookout for that. But again, we'll be off uh, for, we'll see you in two weeks. So we'll be off next week. With that being said, we're moving on. As you know, we have guests on the podcast every week uh, from our community. We have the Lions Club, the library, the township, and the, today we are excited to have uh, Noelle Champagne from the Orion Area Chamber. Noelle, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today, Ian. Thanks for taking the time and uh, sitting in with us and sharing everything and all things chamber today. Sure. So, yeah. And so um, it's we have a lot of fun on this. It's Like we said, it's just a discussion. Let's learn about the chamber. Um, and I know you've been in the uh, executive director's seat for um, how many months now? Oh, let's see. It's coming up on six months. So I, I started about 70 days before... Um, this disaster began. Um, what a time to step in in a new role. It's definitely a, been a roller coaster. Yeah. So coming in, you're like, I have all these plans. We're going to do this. You Great get the plans. The, the event schedules all planned for spring and summer. You rock and roll just like our calendar was set and you go, oh, oh, it's not happening. So yes. So like we've asked everyone who's been on here with us, what and how has the chamber reacted to uh, the COVID-19 situation, the stay-at-home orders? Uh, what's it like for you guys at the chamber uh, during this uh, shutdown? You know, it's, it's of course been a challenge, but it's also been a really good way for us to connect with members that we haven't always seen as frequently in the past. So we kind of had to turn and pivot. The Chamber of Commerce is an organization that, um, that binds together the community of small and larger local businesses, um, creates networking opportunities, highlights their achievements, um, really promotes uh, a healthy economy in the Orient area. And so to have all, everything kind of come to a complete halt, 
we had to say, okay, what can we do to continue to support our members? Um, we decided, well, let's start taking things virtually and see what we can do through that. Um, we've started hosting virtual um, coffee hours, um, happy hours, working with the other local chambers of commerce to provide education and training. Um, we've started a weekly webinar series where we're inviting different members of the community and our Chamber of Commerce to come in and um, teach a webinar on something that they are uh, knowledgeable about. In fact, we invited you to join us this week <laughs> on podcasting. Yes, uh, go figure that out, right? Uh, right. Podcasting, we've been doing this for some time, as you know, and um, we were happy to come on. I hope it was uh, some good information that uh, members, we're a member of the Chamber, ONTV is, yes. and we're happy to help you guys. I have bugs flying around here. It must be springtime, yes. almost summer. So uh, yeah, it was uh, great to pop on and, and help each other. So um, where can we find those podcasts, uh, uh, or not podcasts, excuse me, the, the webinars uh, after the fact? Sure. We have them all recorded, and they are on our YouTube channel. So if you look up Orion Area Chamber of Commerce, uh, there, there they are. We have our own dedicated channel now. So we're right. trying to create an archive for um, people to be able to look back on a wide variety of topics. That's fantastic. Is that uh, the web? the YouTube channel, is that something that uh, you initiated? Is it something that's new or has that's that been new. a while? That's Nope. That I, I figured it out. Um, <laughs> we've got it loaded. Um, you know, we're, we're util utilizing all of our social media avenues. So Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you know, we, we try and reach out in any way that we can and promote our businesses in any way so that we're getting the message out to the largest audience possible. Fantastic. The uh, you mentioned businesses, so we know uh, the impact this has had on our local businesses. Um, right. You know, some have been able to scrape by and get by and make it through. I mean, we're not even through. I, I guess I can't even say make it through yet because we're not through this. Right. Um, but others are struggling mightily. And um, what kind of services or um, conversations have you had at the chamber to try to bring uh, your members together to try to support uh, their fellow chamber? You know, we've been doing a lot of advocacy through the chamber. So um, I sit on the or Orion COVID response team and also am part of um, the state level chamber of commerce action team. Um, we're working with local senators, con congressional reps to try and stay in the loop and make sure that we're aware of what's going on so that we can pass that information on to our members. Um, so that was, that's been something that we've really ramped up is in, in making sure that we're doing this on a state level, um, not just on a local level of trying to get as much information to our businesses and to connect them with um, other local communities like Rochester, Auburn Hills, um, Clarkston, and make sure that that network is strong there so that people can lean on each other. Supply chains are really disrupted right now, um, which makes it hard for our businesses, especially our restaurants who can't always get the food that they need to, to complete their menu. <laughs> Yeah, to operate, you know, um, and they are doing a great job of continuing to provide for our community and and feed everyone as best they can. You know, we're we're seeing our smaller retailers are now being able to open for in in appointments or curbside delivery, and so you know we're we've created a small business reopening toolkit 
that we've sent out to all of our members that we're trying to get them all the information that they need to open safely and continue business. And, you know, moving forward, um, we've heard about, uh, you know, the federal government stepping in or the county stepping in to try to uh, give loans or financial support in some way. Um, has that worked? Are you finding that it's because it, I know it's a, anytime you get the federal government involved or the government agencies involved right. in trying to funnel money to there's so many businesses, so many mom and pop shops. I mean, just in Lake Orion alone, I mean, the numbers are huge, not just, uh, you know, talking about countywide and, you know, right. it's it crazy. So having to try to get that money distributed out there to those businesses who are, I mean, they're hanging by fingernails and they need this. Right. Um, are, are you part of that uh, information uh, stream to get that info out? Yes, we, we definitely are. Um, you know, it's been hit or miss with what people are able to receive from the government. Um, a lot of those programs have run out of money within quickly. an hour of opening. I mean, yeah. quickly or the, or the websites have gone down, but they are trying to roll out second, third, we're into a fourth wave now of funding. And um, we are seeing that some of our businesses are, are getting small amounts or um, we've had a couple get a little bit larger grants and some of the PPE loans to help them keep their employees um, on board with them. On the county level, they did roll out one wave of funding and they're working on a second larger wave right now. Um, and that is, uh, they have a committee that votes on who gets what. Oh. They um, initially were focusing a lot on the downtown corridors, um, but now they're opening it up to larger areas so that other businesses will be able to benefit from that as well. But we do see that some of our businesses have gotten the SBA um, advanced loans Okay. And um, and and the PPE support. All right. Well, that's that's good to hear that at least something's getting through the door. <laughs> yeah. Because you know we've heard na you know nationally that some of that, like you said, it's gone, and it really depends on who's your lender or what what bank are you dealing with of right. how that money gets in and it's funneled, and then you have applications and did you fill it out properly? And even people who fill out applications so far in advance, right. they're like, it's gone, and I was at the front of the list. And that's with those PPP loans that they, you know, that those funds went quickly and it was hard on the banks. I, I know that our, our local banks and credit unions have been working very diligently to make sure that they are serving as many people as possible. I know they're putting in extra hours to make sure that um, they can help as many people as as, as needed, but as, as they get the funding for yeah. right now. Yeah, you can't just open the vault and say, here, here, no. here you go. It'd be kind of no, nice, no, it doesn't but work that way. <laughs> it, it, it might not come back. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an adventure every day because the rules do change several times a week and the information does change. So what you find out one day is not necessarily what what the rules will be the next day. So we, we really spend a lot of time reading through executive orders, making sure that we understand the technicalities of it yeah. and trying to process that information and get it out to the community. Well, I don't envy you on that end because, you know, <laughs> when you get a document about that thick and it's for one thing and you know what it is, but you have to get through the minutia to just to figure out what are the rules. And so all the power to you. And it, it really appreciate the effort you guys are putting in to sift through all of that and get that information out to the businesses who need it. Um, let's talk about uh, specific things with the chamber. Um, 
I, I know you're you're doing some webinars and different uh, coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, our staff has uh, taken part in some of those uh, virtual uh, uh, happy hours and coffees. So th- that's a great connection. The one thing. Um, as far as events, is there any events coming up? Or I mean, because I know you guys have the golf outings and you have all these other things yes. to fundraise. So is there, you know, we talked to the Lions Club and they had the Jubilee and they said, that's out the door. Uh, right. Some other, other events, you know, things that we are so used to seeing like your golf outing every year. It's here and it kind of marks a certain part of the, the uh, calendar for us. Uh, is there any chance those things may still take place? Now there is great news on the golf outing. Um, We've been working with Paint Creek Country Club and we are going to have a pared down golf outing this year on uh, July 20th. And we are limited to 50 golfers. That's as many as they can have at the course. We will be having staggered tee times. So we won't be doing our typical shotgun um, start. And instead of having large luncheons and banquets, Um, we will be providing lunches for people on the turn to take with them. Um, and, but we will still have drinks and, um, you know, a sense of community and involving our businesses and trying to provide something fun for people to look forward to. It's at a reduced cost this year because it's more of a paired back event, but we're happy to be able to say, here's something that we can do. It's outside. We can get together. We're going to be safe about it. We're going to provide as much protection as we can and and, and support um, Paint Creek as well. Yeah. And like you said, get outside and just have that social interaction again. It's, a, it's amazing how hungry you get for, you know, this type of just conversation, yes. right? Um, <laughs> it's weird. I, I always call it, I'm, I refer to what we're doing as the Brady Bunch, you know, I mean, we we're stacked on top of each other. It's just something I'm, I'm, I like the technology. It's worked out well for us. I mean, some businesses, you know, you can still conduct businesses, what we're dealing with here, but, uh, having that social interaction, having the conversation face to face and just, well, I have a six year old, so adult conversation is golden. (laughs) (laughs) I spend a lot of time talking about my little ponies. So this is, (laughs) this, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it is nice to be able to see people and, and, you know, have that date that we can, we can look forward to. Um, unfortunately, our other in-person events for the year, um, in terms of the large scale events, like the Shop Local Expo, um, typically that's a thousand people at the high school. And yeah. that looks like that's probably going to be a, a hard one to do, especially with the schools looking to do staggered times and things like that. Yeah. Um, but we're looking at, you know, variations on how we can do things. We know that like the DDAs, hosting a virtual flower fest this weekend. So we're, we're looking forward to that. Yep. That's one of our, uh, I mean, when we talked, we've been talking about it for about a month, but it's modifying things, right? It's, it's uh, what can we do to take what people are familiar with, uh, use the technology we have at hand, following the rules and still getting that information out and uh, getting the co- uh, community involved and what all the organizations are doing just to raise awareness. And it's a little different now. It's more of awareness and call to action. Get out there and support your businesses as opposed to it's spring, get your flowers and mingle. Right. So it, it, right. The, the flavor has changed slightly. But yeah, we're working with the DDA and it should be uh, live at 3 p.m. on their Facebook page um, right from the village downtown. We did a test yesterday avoiding the thunderstorms that are supposed to be rolling in today um, <laughs> and Thursday. So, yeah, and there's different ways we can do things and you have to modify 
um, your thinking, use the technology at hand to try to continue on. It's it's uh, it's it's fun in a way. I want to say it's distracting in a way, a good distracting, you know. So yeah, and I, I know probably with you guys, um, when you get a project that comes or an idea that is thrown your way, you kind of want it right now. I feel like just jumping at it, going yes, 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 yes. We want to do this, and then you go, oh yeah, we can't. We got we got to rein it in a little bit. Well, we, you know, a lot of it is, okay, so we have this great idea. How can we make this happen? Uh, you know, if, if we can't continue to have luncheons in person uh, right now, what can we do to support our local businesses and also make sure that we're taking care of our members? And, you know, we've, we've done a lot of brainstorming and uh, attended a lot of different trainings and webinars to try and figure out the best way to continue to provide content and and work with the communities around us to um, to support our members. So, yeah, the, whenever an idea comes, we're like, okay, we'll try it. We can try anything once, you know. And <laughs> if it doesn't stick, it doesn't stick. But we're willing to uh, we're willing to give anything a try to see if we can help people out. Yeah. What do you say? Try then modify, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we've been doing that. You know, it's what time of day works best for people. What do people want to see? You know. So um, a, a lot of that. That's fantastic. A lot of that. That's great, and and proactive working on it, and always. And if you're not, if you're just listening to us, it's you know we're working behind the scenes. We're working out of our homes, just like you are. Um, we're we're trying to make the best of what we can do with the situation we're given, right? And um, for let's say the Lions Club, you guys, the library, even you know they're modifying their things, and I and hopefully they're going to have a curbside drop off and pickup, which I think I I wouldn't want to be. I in that would room. love working on that logistics but i go that's a great service and i can't wait for it to happen because i'm out of reading material you know yes yes i would you know and the library has such great things to offer even hopefully their board game section which is excellent and uh i'd love to get back to that but um yeah it's it's been really interesting working with the community because there's been a lot of creative ideas that people have have run with to continue to make their businesses run and work you know we've seen MMB graphics making hand sanitizer. You know, it's it's it, Broadway embroidery became um, a face mask factory for. I mean, they were creating other things, but they were really able to turn that around quickly and provide a much needed service Absolutely. to the community. Yeah, and I mean, by the thousands, we're not talking hundreds; we're talking thousands of masks. It's it's fantastic, and you know, you mentioned the uh, the COVID nineteen response uh, group team or group that I'm on as well, and mm -hmm. um, we've shared this every week, and we cannot avoid. I, I don't want to say avoid it, but it's say we have to share with the community because they don't see behind the scenes of what's really happening with all the community uh, leaders coming together and talking about solutions. And at this point, it, it's kind of the machine that's just kind of rolling. It's up and running. The, the infrastructure is there for those in need. And um, you can't see this where you're at, but on our screen, we do have phone numbers that you can call if you're in a food emergency. If you need the township hotline, you can call 248-391-0304, extension 3507, and, or email help at orienttownship.org. Uh, there's people out there to help you. Dina Ride from NOTA, 248-693-7100. NOTA. Right. I mean, just I, I mean, the township really stuff. got out in front of this. They um, 
They were providing food services. They're calling to check in on all of our seniors. I mean, they, they're reaching out to the businesses in the community and helping to provide guidelines there. Um, it has been a real group effort um, over the last few months of everyone getting together every week and sharing with their ideas and, and changing their business plans. I mean, NOTA is a great example of that. You know, they're not just doing senior transportation, they're transporting anyone that needs it right now. And, you know, they're, it's, it's been great to see the different, uh, different businesses and different um, parts of the government come together and really work well for Orion. It's, it's been a really nice, cohesive unit. Absolutely. And we hear from other communities that that's not the case for the most part. You know, you have um, it's amazing. You know, Lake Orion is growing. Right. We know this. Uh, uh, neighborhoods are going in. Uh, the, the population's going up. But it still is a tight knit group of people that have a, a singular focus to support each other and to have all from industry to government to service to the nonprofits come together the way they have it's it's so encouraging and um it's it really makes you go i'm, I'm glad i live here uh, what oh, other yeah. community what other community would i want to it, it cruise to that would have this, this sort of uh you know tight-knit uh philosophy you know yeah i mean we've had love inc and the north oakland community coalition jump in and try to provide services to all different segments of orion and it's been it's been great to see them come together and and really be able to um, change their focus, but still continue their missions. Absolutely. If you're just joining us, this is the Lake Orion Cares podcast live Thursday at 3 p.m. Our special guest today is Noel Champagne from the Orion Area Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we're just chatting about uh, how the chamber has been uh, impacted by the COVID-19 outbreak and uh, plus a thousand other things. Hey, let's talk about your website. Uh, for information, we, we do have access to your website here. I'll pop this up real quick. Um, a lot of information on your website. Uh, if you want to be a member, what do you do? What's the easiest way to get a hold of you? Um, well, you can call the Chamber line at any point. That's 248-693-6300. That goes straight through to me. So uh, I, I am the, the switchboard, as you said earlier, and, um, <laughs> and I also have two staff members helping me out, Melissa and Jillian, they're excellent. Um, and if you're interested in joining, you can give us a ring, you can email us, um, info at orientareachamber.com, I know it's a mouthful, or on our website, um, there's a handy join now button at the top, and you just click on that and it will take you through, and it's a very simple, like three page, three section process of um, giving us some basic information about your business so that we can get you set up on our website and you'll be good to go. So we have that's seen that's members that's joining us during this and, and that's been really great. nice to grow our community. I know. That's great to hear. Um, we would try to engage our volunteers through all of this. And it's, it's been a struggle because I mean, we're so technology heavy. I can't uh, take yeah. a huge studio camera into someone's home and set it up, but that's great. No. You're, getting, you're still having business. People are still reaching out to you because they see the benefit of what the chamber has for it's uh, the business community. Yeah. And it's been really great because we've been able to say, okay, send us everything that you're doing and we'll find a way to get that out to the community. Um, our Facebook page is very active with videos, up-to-date information. I mean, as soon as we get information, it goes out right there, um, as well as our emails and um, other social media channels. But 
um, we are very active there trying to engage with our members, make sure that their information is shared out with the community. We have a pretty good reach. We're, you know, 8,000 people um, a, a week about. Wow. So that's, yeah, we're, we're reaching that's a good crazy. segment of, of the local community. Uh, how many members do you have? I can't believe I didn't ask that question right up. And um, you guys kind of, you spill over the borders of like Orion too. We do. We have people in um, Auburn Hills and Rochester, Clarkston. A lot of the businesses in Oxford are part of our chamber and we're really active in Oxford as well. Um, right now we are at 312 members and we are glad to have all of them. Fantastic. That's <laughs> we great. always welcome more, but that we've, we've been very lucky that we've uh, had a very supportive community. Well, we know um, with ONTV and the chamber, we have a great partnership together, uh, always working together to promote the, uh, the chamber and the businesses, no matter what uh, are the ribbon cuttings we do with you guys. Um, I think we do, man, it seems over the last couple of years, we've been out. I mean, the business was booming and people were coming in, yeah. businesses were open. It was fantastic. And doing roughly, I think it was 16 to 20 of these. It seemed like a quarter. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, it was it was January, February and March up until this happened. We had a ribbon cutting every Thursday and that's our schedule because we needed to work with ONTV to make sure yeah. that you guys were available because you created such lovely um, highlight reels of, of the ribbon cutting themselves for the businesses to share with the community. And, um, you know, we do have the ability to do it virtually now, but we have a lot of our businesses saying we're going to wait until September, October, because we want to be there. We want to be there in person. We actually want to cut the ribbon together <laughs> and, you Absolutely. know, not have one yeah. person cutting it on a Zoom call. We want to be able to celebrate their hard work and their accomplishments. Absolutely. Well, is there anything you'd like to uh, share with uh, our listeners and myself that I didn't cover uh, during our chat? Um, I think you did a great job of covering <laughs> things, but I do want to, you know, we are a resource for the community, not just for our businesses. And if you have a question or need a recommendation, we are a great place to call because I, I we can answer all sorts of questions. I've been asked where trout in a lake come from, uh, what a business from 1977, uh, what their who their owners were and can we still reach them? Uh, wow. You know, we get all sorts of calls and we field them. But if you ever have a question or need to get in contact with someone, the Chamber of Commerce is really there to help the community as well as the businesses. So we'd like to be a resource for everyone. Outstanding. Well, uh, Noelle, thank you so much. Again, Noelle Champagne, the Executive Director at the Orient Area Chamber. Um, thank you for coming in to the Lake Orient Cares podcast. Um, it went by quick, uh, 25 it minutes. It's amazing. It's uh, it's always good. With, like I said, I use this as a little therapy, talking to other human beings uh, in a relaxed setting as opposed to a stressful situation. Uh, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come in today. Well, thank you for having me, Ian. I appreciate it and everything that you continue to do with ONTV. I look forward to being back in the Orient Center and being able to see you guys in person again. Uh, same here. Uh, take care, be safe, be healthy. And again, that was uh, Noelle Champagne from the Orient Area Chamber. Check out their website, uh, use their services on YouTube. They're everywhere. Just use their, uh, uh, utilize all the resources that they have at their disposal. Just uh, like other community groups, they're there to help. So again, great interview. Great to have her as a guest and uh, fantastic. Stay safe, stay healthy out there.
if you're out in the community and you run across anybody from the chamber, give them a big thank you for all the work they're doing for our local businesses and the services they provide. And Stop into your local businesses. We can't say it enough. It might sound like a broken record, but we're saying get out there. Support those local businesses. They need your help. All right. We do have a uh, shorter uh, version of the podcast uh, today. Uh, before we get out of here, um, actually, uh, Joe Johnson usually joins us for this third segment. He's uh, out working on a project for the DDA uh, Virtual Flower Fair, which is coming at you live Friday, May 29th on Facebook, on the DDA Facebook page. And uh, we're going to be showcasing some local businesses uh, around uh, the village and some other things, some great information from the DDA. They're always active. They're out and about doing what they do best and trying to bring uh, awareness to all of our uh, the residents around Lake Goring about our businesses and what they do and uh, what they sell and their wares and all that good stuff. So hopefully our weather will hold on for us tomorrow and we'll We've already planned to take out a couple umbrellas to hold over the equipment as we come at you live. So, uh, again, thank you for tuning in to the Lake Orion Cares podcast. Uh, I'm Ian Locke. And uh, for, if you missed it, last Monday, which was Memorial Day, as you guys all know, um, we had a a pre-recorded ceremony that we always do at the Veterans Memorial. So, um, if you head on over to OrionOnTV.org and you click on the on-demand link, I'll try to pull that down for you so you can see that on-demand. You come to this page here, and you'll see our public access, our government meetings, and school school channel. And these are our video on-demands that you can watch. You click on the Watch Now button, and it takes you to all the different files we have available for you to view. Uh, from COVID-19, uh, CDC files, a variety of other things, uh, press releases, uh, uh, video uh, pressers from Lansing and all that good stuff. Uh, we try to keep those up to date um, every week for all of the uh, Governor Whitner's updates so you guys are informed of what's that and what the heck's going on. And we also have local news, local sports, and other local events. So cruise on over there to see our um, uh, Memorial Day service, which uh, we record and put together uh, about uh, two weeks ago. So when the weather was nice and the construction on M24 was a little little light, so it didn't blow us off uh, our microphones away, and we were able to uh, uh, get that program situated for everybody. All right. I think that's it for us today. Um, shortest podcast we've had so far, but it was a great interview uh, with Noel and uh, the Chamber. And uh, we just encourage uh, all of you out there to please stay safe. Uh, please watch out for one another. If you are in a food emergency, you can contact the Township Hotline at 248-391-0304, extension 3507. And uh, for information about the school district, and uh, information of their resources for the education plan and a variety of uh, registration. Students are starting to register for classes for this fall. Head on over to lakeorianschools.org. Oakland County, of course, has a wide variety of information that uh, uh, COVID-related and uh, business uh, information and so on at oakgov.org. And again, NOTA. 
what can we say? Noda, a great service. If you need a ride, give him a call, 248-693-7100. If you need a lift to the doctor's appointment or to pick up a prescription and you can't get out, they'll come and grab you. Or they'll help you get your groceries if you are in a food emergency. Uh, so give uh, Noda a call again. That is 248-693-7100. All right, well, we're going to... Uh, Say goodbye for this uh, edition of the Lake Orion Cares podcast. We're uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, another enjoyable Thursday afternoon with all of you, and we hope you are safe this weekend. Get out to, if the weather's nice. Again, a high of 65 on Saturday, so break out that snowsuit, them boots, and those gla- <laughs> the gloves, and the hat, and the scarf. Uh, it's going to feel a, a little cooler this weekend. It's going to be nice. So get out and have a good time. Don't forget to uh, check out. Love Inc. of OaklandCounty.org and, uh, backslash Orion COVID and donate today. All proceeds to that uh, fund stay directly here in Lake Orion. And for up to date information and resources, you can also visit OrionTownship.org. Their website is chock full of information and has been for the last couple months. Um, if you need anything, it's there. They have, they cover it all. All right. So that's it for us here. Again, I'm Ian Locke. We'll see you next time. Be sure to uh, reach out to us if you like. Visit us at OrionOnTV.org. Email us at ONTV at OrionOnTV.org. And call us at 248-3310-60. That's it. Have a nice, safe weekend, everybody. Be safe. Wear those masks. Stay healthy. And we'll see you next time in two weeks. Won't be, uh, we'll be off uh, this next fr- uh, Thursday, but we'll be back in two weeks. We'll see you then. Take care.